two. All right, one, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four, knock at the door. Five, six. Pick up sticks. Little Seven, eight. Oh, yeah, listen to the hit mix. Oh. Oh, this guy's already rhyming. Guys, I have such bad stomach, stomach cramps. cramps today. Are you sick? So oh, bad. Rice cake. No, it was happening beforehand. I, what did I eat today? What did you well, put I had inside a, your I, body? I, I, I think I have to stop eating bananas. I think that's it. I had a banana earlier on today. Oh, you had stopped. But I thought it was the time of the day. So, Mikey, I usually had a banana. My coffee at four, very regimented. Right. Coffee at four, banana at five. And it was fine for the first five months doing the show perfect. And out of the blue, stomach cramps. Now, I have a bad stomach anyway, but that's another story. I think it's an issue with bananas in this country because I had a banana the other week and uh, I had the shits. I saw a terrible TikTok and I okay I'll share it it was a guy with a really black banana like so rotten and mm. he opened the top and he ate it like a fruit oh. <laughs> but I had a banana this morning because I was just kind of been on the go so now my car you'll hear about that very shortly it's a big story yeah very shortly in the podcast and uh, I think this has set me up, it just set me wrong it set me up wrong I'm going to have to I'm going to have to I'm going to adapt give me a new fruit guys I, I eat oranges I eat oranges I need new fruit pineapple I, chunks <sighs> I know for a fact that if you eat a banana and drink loads of water or like a clear drink, it makes you so sick. Like, have you ever seen those challenges where someone chugs a Sprite and then has a banana? Oh, and it like makes them foam. So maybe the coffee was the thing that was getting you nicely set up because if you can take a good strong coffee at yeah. four o'clock, but my stomach wasn't it's good. It's not a strong coffee. It's not. Right. It's, it's not. not it's not, not like it's espresso. A it's a zero. You know what I do? What? I go to the cappuccino machine here. I put yeah. the cappuccino in. And then a strong Americano and an espresso in one of the big cups, the cuddle mugs. Oh. And I drink that and I can do the whole hit mix in like 14 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Time moves. Time moves for Mikey. Oh, Mikey, what is coming? Oh, no, I felt like we're on the radio there. Sorry, this is the podcast. Stop that, Sorry, please. The pod. I forgot. Do you want to plug anything? Um, like even in your life or anything? My upcoming album. What's your uh, Instagram handle? It's at Mikey FM 104. Jesus, I have to say, fair play to you. Jeez, yeah, you're like really, you're, 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 you're a company man. You are connecting to 104. Yeah, no, I have bought the domain for other, no, I can't say that. Uh, no, but I have. Have you? <laughs> no. I need to go to the toilet. Uh, guys, I'm so regimented in the morning. A single sip of coffee. I'm whistling, walking up the stairs with a rolled out newspaper. What time do you guys all wake toilet. up at? My Good alarm. Question. My alarm. I set my alarm for twenty past eight. Same ground. Try to get up at half eight. Half eight. Yeah. Sometimes it's eight forty-five, and I'm still in bed. Oh, you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be grudging fifteen <laughs> extra minutes in bed, would you? Right. Here is today's podcast. Strap in for a car story. This is the One Hundred Four Drive podcast. With Graham and Nathan. I am very proud of Nathan. He just told me about a... It's not a shortcut he took on the way. And I'm, I don't think I should say it in case everyone starts doing it. Don't say it. <laughs> but let's just say last night I could have been stuck in traffic for at least 25 minutes. So instead, I took a secret back road. I felt like Ryan Gosling out of drive. I needed a scorpion jacket. It wasn't illegal what I was doing. No, it's a, taking it, other roads isn't illegal. But Graham, it felt awfully naughty. <laughs> I'm very impressed. It's very unlike you to actually think like that on the road. Yeah. Well, it was Google Maps. Oh, okay. I thought it was you just by yourself. Oh, no, I wouldn't have oh, known Google that. Maps told you? Yeah. Ah, uh, now I'm not impressed. You oh. just followed Google Maps. Oh, damn it. Right. Two things about Nathan. One, he follows Google Maps. And the second, he's very impulsive. Yes. And 
you were a bit impulsive over the last couple of weeks and I've been trying to give you a few messages going, don't be so impulsive, you'll take a step back. Well, this morning, I nearly did a Nathan alright. I, I, I was so close oh. to doing something that you would have done because I was very impulsive about being angry over my car situation very this excited. morning. I'll tell you after the Underdog Project, this is FM 104. This ain't nothing. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. All right, the Underdog Project Summer Jam on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I'm very excited for this. Graham channeled his inner Nathan no. O'Reilly this morning. Come on. I have to clear my throat before because this is a bit of a long story. I was like, <coughs> oh, he's a pro. I went very hard out of the Underdog Project there. Right, if you're listening to the show yesterday, you will know on Saturday morning... I was driving to Mayo. Really quick recap of the story. Uh, I started driving the car, realised immediately I had a flat tyre. I went to a local garage and they fixed it. They didn't replace the tyre, they took it off and they were able to fix it. And I drove to Mayo and on my way back from Mayo to Dublin on Monday, the whole car was shaking, vibrating like mad. I've never experienced anything like it in my life. You said, Graham, you've had your driver's licence for 15 years and that was the worst car journey of Ever. your life. Ever. My neck was killing me after four, hour, four and a half hours to do a three-hour trip because I couldn't go over a certain speed. So that's where we're at, okay? okay. And yesterday... A lot of people messed in the show reckoning what was wrong with it. They need to be rebalanced. There was a weight issue with the tyre that they put back on. I said, you know what I'm going to do? Wednesday morning, I'm going to go straight. I'm going to be the first person at that garage that I went to, a garage I've never been to before. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to be very nice. And I, Go on. And you're hoping you don't have to put your hand in your wallet. No, no. I'm not hoping. I'm not putting my hand in my pocket. Oh, because oh, okay. That's not channeling your inner Nathan <laughs> O'Reilly. No, because... I went into the garage on Saturday and the car was fine by the tyre. They made a mistake. And I left and the car now is horrendous. Okay. Un- undrivable. Okay, here we go. So I went in. I was there at 10 to 9. They weren't open till 9 o'clock. And I sat there and I waited for the shutters to go up. It's a bit weird. To the open the office. No, I was like, I want to be the first person in there. I don't want to be hanging around here all day waiting for other people to get it done. First in, first out. Tone sounds a little bit aggressive. No, I'm, no, I'm aggressive now because I've been through a lot today. So I went in. And I was like, hi there. And they're like, how can I help you? And I said, um, look, I was in here on Saturday, explained the situation. Same person? It's a different person, but I could see there was one person that was there. <laughs> Making a mistake in the back. <laughs> I, I explained the situation. I said, the whole car is vibrating. I said, it's undrivable. Um, I go, it took me so long to get here. And he replied, uh, sorry, can't take you today. We're too busy. And I said, I was like, oh yeah, but I was, sorry, I was in here on Saturday. And since I've been in here on Saturday, my car has become undrivable. And he goes, no, can do. Friday, Friday's when we can take my set. Oh, he's not going to be happy about this. And I, then I said, no, I don't think you understand. On Saturday, I had a flat tire, but the car in general was fine. And then when you fixed it, the tire and I left... It steadily got worse since... And he's like, sorry, just we're busy. <laughs> and at that point, I ran out of ways of basically saying, sorry, this is your fault. And I didn't want to have to say that because I don't really know that much about cars, but I wanted to go, sorry, this is your fault. So I said, look, I'm sorry, but like, I don't know how to say this. It's kind of your fault. Okay. You, you put something with a tyre, it's either not balanced or something like that. And he goes, nah, balancing wouldn't be our issue. Now we make sure to balance everything. You probably have a different issue. 
that wasn't our fault. Oh. And I said, but there was no... It, uh, there was no issue on Saturday and then there was he goes well you can come back on Friday if you want I go you're grand and I turned away see Graham you out. can't prove it I can't cause I, and I don't know anything about cars so what I said what I do is I walked out and I was seething I was like I just need to get this fixed because I, I essentially don't have a car it's very dangerous to drive it's all over the shop it's pulling to the left so I went to a garage very very close to it I pulled in couldn't be nicer the guy came out how can I help you I said thank you so much Car's undrivable, flat tire on Saturday. Explain the story. He goes, "Oh, we can't, uh, we can't help you with that because, um, because the, it's, it's the other garage. So if they did it, they have to kind of fix it." And I said, "No, I'm not looking for it to get done for free. Oh. I, I will pay my money." But now. I am a radio presenter. Does <laughs> I, that mean anything to you? I will pay my money now, and I will, I have no problem. Just fix it, check it. It goes. I'll ring my boss and I go, oh, what is happening? I go, do you know what? I'm, I go, just don't bother. I'm going to go to the garage I usually go to. So I have to do a big shout out. And I didn't get anything oh, for free. Here we go. I paid my way. Here we go. And I promised them a shout out. Come on. Because I always go Graham, there. you got this for free. I didn't. Thanks of a sponsor. I can ads. show you the receipt in oh, my wallet. Here we go. Wait for it. First, First stop. stop. Goatstown. Goatstown or Donnybrook? Go- not Donnybrook. Goatstown. Goatstown. First stop in Goatstown. A big shout out Do to Do you mind them. if I give a shout out? No, because I'm not finished my story. Okay. <laughs> First stop in Bray. Thank you. I'm not finished my story. This is where I nearly did the Nathan O'Reilly. I went across to the goat while they were having a look at the tyre. I sat down, I got a coffee. I took out my phone and I googled the name of the garage and reviews... I ne- I was I typed out the first time in my life I was going to write a negative review oh. in my I was seething. Oh. This is such a thing you yeah. would do, really impulsive. Going, yeah. oh, I'm so angry right now. I gotta tell everybody about it. And I had it typed out, and I finished my coffee, and I got a call from the garage going, "Greg, over here, want to show you what's up in the car." And I left it. I very nearly left. Are the you going to do review. it? No, I'm not going to do it now. Not at this stage. But I want to know. Just a quick question: Has anyone ever left a negative review, but then immediately regretted it and That's couldn't a take it question. back? Let me know on oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four on WhatsApp. Again, first stop oh, in Goatstown. Right. Didn't get anything for free, but I want to do a shout out because they're good guys there. Can I ask a question? What yeah. was wrong with the car? The tire they put back on had this massive bulge in it that was starting to expand, and uh, yeah, it was very dangerous. Apparently, so they had to get a new tire. All right. Yeah, so, new tire. Hey, I got four new tires. So, between the show and the last week, we've had five new tires. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Codd, now get out my head. You're on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Shane Codd, get out my head on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Do you know what? I actually feel a lot better after getting all that off my chest. I had yeah. a pretty bad morning. I nearly left a negative review on a garage in Dublin because they wouldn't take me till Friday on a problem which they kind of caused and I was trying to be as polite as possible until I had to say, look, basically, this is your fault. Can you fix it? And they go, I can't, not till Friday. And I said, I can't drive the car because of what you did. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. So I went to my good folk at First Stop in Goatstown. Oh, Cheers, boys. And if uh, anyone is going there today, just say Graham is giving them shout-outs because uh, I know they were looking for them earlier on. Graham. They're also looking for pennies vouchers as well. What? Yeah, they, they go, do you have any pennies vouchers? I go, no. 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 <laughs> what I will say is, at the beginning of your story, 
You were so aggressive. You yeah. had a rain cloud above your head. You were in foul form. I feel much better now. By the end of it, you're light on your toes. 104 Drive is kind of like therapy. But I was asking, have you ever left a negative review and then immediately regretted it? I was so close to pressing send. We got Gary on the line. Gary, what happened to you? What did you do? Well, boys, what's the story? Yeah, all, right. Uh, all right, Gary, friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show is right. Friend of you, boys. That's the stuff, <laughs> Gary. Damn right, stay away from yeah. my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was there. Uh, myself and the girlfriend, Amy, we were getting a KFC there last weekend. And, you know, the, the standard takeaway at the weekend. Get, getting a big meal deal and seeing the Yoko KFC. I forget what one it was, but it was like thir- 30 quid or that. And uh, it came and I forgot the popcorn chicken. Oh. So I just I just emailed them and I said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I emailed the Yoko and I was like, sorry, we're after forgetting the popcorn chicken out of this and blah, blah, blah. And they said, can you send us a picture of your meal? Now, at this stage, we were already digging into the meal. <laughs> <laughs> the, meal the meal was all over the bed and everything. So, uh, so I took a picture of uh, a few chicken fillets on a pillow and, <laughs> and, and, and sent that back to them. But then, then they ended up emailing me back and they were like, uh, we're sorry for the issue you're having. Uh, we'll get back to you or whatever. So I was like, Grant, I'll get refunded a popcorn chicken or whatever. So the next day, I get an email saying, uh, we have resolved your issue and you have, we have credited you 90 cents. 90 cents what? for the popcorn chicken, right? So I was there, I, like, boys, I'm not, I can't say over the radio what I said back in the email now or whatever. But they said, they even said that the issue is still ongoing. And, like, as I, I, even, I said to them on the email, I was like, I can't even get a popcorn chicken for 90 cents. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? It's, it sounds like you don't really regret, though, giving them a bit of stick. Oh, you no, just, You I still don't. stand by it. Oh, I, I surely stand by it. And Bernadette is not going to be happy. Got to dealing with me. So what's next, <laughs> Gary? What? What's next in all this? What's next in all this? I don't know. I was hoping maybe I I get some sort of voucher. I heard some talk about pennies vouchers or something. Do you know what this? You know this show is It's a bit of Joe no, Duffy I, live line here. Isn't it? I won't. I won't be. I won't be. I tell you one thing. Do you know? Is he did sponsored by Deliveroo no? now. No. no, Frankie, no. you want a BMW? <laughs> the coldest meal you will ever get from All right, all right, ah, okay. Here. Gary's now just slandering a load of companies. Gary, it's a bit of pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for that. Cheers, See you, Gary. Yeah. Hi. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Joel Curry on 104 Drive with Frankie.ie. Good afternoon, it's Graham and Nathan. Hello. What's the song we're looking for? It is everyone's favourite game. Listen to a popular song in the style of a cello. Can you guess it? I said it was too easy, Graham. All right, let's go to the phones and see if the 104 drive... Community thinks it's easy. Hello, Tammy. Hi, how are you? All right, Tammy. Do you think today's a difficult cello? Not really, no. <laughs> Go on. What do you think it is? Uh, is, it, is it thank you, Ness, Ariana Grande? Oh. Thank you. Yeah. You're Mariana. Not even hanging around for this one. This is. It was very easy. We just directed it, saying guilt. Um, it's not guilty. Lazy. Yes. What do you think, Tammy? Yeah. 
<laughs> I think it is lazy. Come on, you've got to treat Tammy and I with respect, uh, Graham. Uh, apologies. I promise tomorrow I will come out with an extra hard one, especially for Tammy and Tammy, Nathan. before you go, do you mind just saying, Yup, Ariana? Yup, Ariana. Yeah, stop, Tammy. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Bye. <laughs> it's Taylor Swift, an anti hero on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I have this thing where I get all. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jeremy Kennedy and Kiss Me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And if you saw on his Instagram, he was on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. So he was. I watched that performance this morning. It was incredible. Looking very cool, Mr. Kennedy. Right. It is time for Nathan's news. Nathan, what do you have? What do you have? What's going on? Okay, big news in the TV world. Mm -hmm. This show is coming back after nearly 40 years being off our screens. Sorry, I actually played the wrong clip. That's all right. Kind of apt for the TV show as well, because a lot of things goes wrong in... Faulty Towers. Faulty Towers. Faulty Towers making a comeback. Yeah, okay, so Faulty Towers started back in 1975. It ended in 1979, and I couldn't believe the headline, Faulty Towers Reboot. I said, sorry, what? And John Cleese is going to be playing Basil, his original character. So if you don't know the storyline, it follows John Cleese's character, Basil Fawlty. He's the hotel owner, and it looks at his relationship with the guests and the hotel and his wife, Sybil. But here's a <laughs> clip of Basil kicking the guests out of the hotel. <laughs> I love you punks in here expecting to be hand-waited on hand and foot while I'm trying to run a hotel here! Have you any idea of how much there is to do? Do you ever think of that? Of course not. You're too busy sticking your noses into every corner. Well, I've had 15 years of pandering to the likes of you, and I've had enough. (laughs) I've had it. Come on, pack your bags and get out. So John Cleese, he's returning, as I said, with his daughter. The daughter is a comedian. John Cleese is 83 years old. And the new series will explore how the dramatic and cynical Basil navigates the modern world while running a boutique hotel. Is Manuel going to be in it? No. He unfortunately passed away in 2016. What? I hate when this happens. Honestly, this happens all the time. Like, you might be listening to this thinking, oh, Graham's joking. No. (laughs) I wouldn't joke about that. I remember a few years ago, I was sick for a week. Yeah. And you told me... That George Bush no, Senior had passed away, and I went, "What?" I didn't tell you for some reason. I have no clue. You brought up George Bush Senior for the first time ever on our old radio show. And I was like, "Ah, he's dead." But what happened with me was, I was in Cuba years ago on holidays, and I went off the grid, so I didn't know what was going on. It wasn't on WhatsApp, wasn't on Instagram, wasn't on Twitter, nothing. And I came back, and didn't I say something about one of the Chuckle Brothers? Chuckle Brothers, yeah, yeah. I missed that death. Yeah. So, and I brought the Chuckle Brothers. And I so, dead. Andrew Sachs, yeah, he passed away, Manuel, in 2016. I, I looked up his wife, who was, of course, Sybil, played by Prunella Scales. Yeah. She's still alive. She's 90 years young. So, is the daughter their daughter? Yes. Oh, right. No, no, the daughter, sorry. They weren't married in real life. I think they were. 
I think they were together. Mm, I don't know about that. You uh, check that out. Yeah. American actor and director Rob Reiner, he's going to produce the show. He's very famous. He's done films like Stand By Me, The Princess Bride, When Harry Met Sally. So he's a bit of a legend. Uh, what's interesting, though, back in 2009, John Cleese said, we will never do a reboot of Faulty Towers because we're too old and tired. So Why? Why in Money. 2023 Money. is this happening? Right, I know what I'm thinking of. Go on. Okay, I'm Sybil was his wife, but the one behind reception. What was her oh name? God, it just sounds so ignorant. <laughs> You're one behind reception. The blonde woman behind reception, I think, at the time was going out with Basil. Noel Fawlty. says he was married to Polly. Polly! Polly is your one behind reception. You're one. <laughs> Goodness. This is great. Yes, and Gav as well. Lads, the actress that played Polly, your one behind reception, was John Cleese's wife. Can I put a controversial statement out there? Go on. There was a better show than Faulty Towers. Well, probably, yeah. There's a few. In the same ilk as Faulty Towers? Yes. Uh, go on. One foot in the grave. <laughs> I don't believe it. Maybe. I see. I'm sure a lot of people agree with you. There's really? only ever been 12 episodes of Faulty Towers as well. Fun fact. Yes, there you go. Jeez, we're having fun. <laughs> and that was a fact. Shawn <laughs> Mendes. If I can't have you on 104 Drive. But Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. I absolutely love, and I, I don't know why I feel sense that we have ownership of it, but that Robbie Williams Felix uh, cat food ad in yeah. between the news and uh, sport there, because you were talking about it before it was launched, and then we just hear it on the radio, on the show, I'm like, it's so great to, to be, be a cat. cat. Yeah, well, it's because of me, actually, I placed it there. <laughs> You did it. So I've been doing it every day. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Nathan. You see when I've been staying behind after the show? That's what you're doing. Yes, and I'm also been dressing up as a cat <laughs> around the office. Right. I was wondering what was going on. I don't know why you smelled a cat's wee. <laughs> on the way next, producer Neve had a little holiday in Scotland and she's got presents for us after Billie Eilish, bad guy. You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Billy Eilish and Bad Guy on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. How are you? <laughs> Welcome to Scotland. Producer Neve was off on Friday. You went to Edinburgh. Yeah. You went on the lash. I was gallivanting, yeah. And you said to us yesterday, oh, I brought you presents, but I never brought them in. Yep. But now you brought us presents. Well, Look before you reveal the present, yeah. how was Edinburgh? Because I went once before and it absolutely stank. Because I think where I was staying, it was bin day. And everyone had their bins out. And I thought to myself, my God, this is a smelly city. Gorgeous, but smelly. What day was it just so people know not to book that day? No, their lifetime, brother. I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday you went over. And I don't know where they collect bins on a Saturday. Yeah. I well. remember I was invited and I said, absolutely not. I'm not going on that trip. But Edinburgh, <laughs> welcoming people. Oh, so describe your experience. Where did you go? So um, my best friend lives there. So we went over to her, myself and my other oh, friend. Let's give her a shout out. Yeah, Aoife Travers. Go on, Travers. Are you yeah. listening, was that Travers? Tra? No, that's my other friend. Tra, tra came with me. Oh, Tra. So are they sisters? No. Wait a second. Her first name is Tra. Aoife's surname is Travers. Oh, that must get confusing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and do you ever listen to the band Travis? <laughs> Just to, yeah. No, but it was a great trip. It was lovely. 
I want her presence. Okay. Something happened on the trip she's not telling us. She's getting nervous down about the trip. She, she doesn't want... want to speak to you about the trip. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm excited here. Okay. Right, do you want the good one or the bad one first? Uh, well, I just want to say, is this an unspoken rule that when oh, yeah. one of us actually goes on holidays, yeah. do we have to bring a gift? Right, so, Producer Eve, something you haven't learned yet about us, okay. me and Nathan don't do... Uh, Holiday gifts, right? Yeah, I saw, and I, I saw you bringing the gifts, and I thought we should probably let her know that we don't ever do the gifts thing. We do birthday gifts on crucial y- years. Yeah, so we, we did thirty. Yeah, and we'll do forty, but that's really it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we appreciate this, and oh. you can continue doing it, but just don't be expecting it from us. I'll bring you so, some Toblerone. To be honest, the last thing I'm thinking about going through the airport is anyone in work. <laughs> <laughs> Graham It's <laughs> quite rude Isn't it nice though To think that I was thinking of you On the way home yeah. Yeah, That was nice that But was I nice. think it's Going to be a bad gift Is this a good gift Who Would you like the good one first Let's go for the good one first okay. Okay. Here we go Come on Right. so first up is Oh I wonder if it's The DVD of Braveheart <laughs> Mrs Tilly's The famous Scottish tablet I think it looks like fudge Sounds like me. a contraception <laughs> <laughs> It looks like fudge but. Mrs. Tilly's tablet. <laughs> no T- thanks. <laughs> Take that and everything will be all right. With what? what? The last time I trusted you, Mrs. Tilly, <laughs> couldn't sleep for four days. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am a sucker for a product that has great taste written on it. Right, so it clearly on. went to the taste open awards. It up. Let's open it up. Mrs. Tilly, there she is. She kind of looks like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, she looks a bit like, um, you know, the. Oh, yeah. And Bessie's Yorkshire pudding. Producer Neve, you shouldn't have. This actually looks gorgeous with a cup of tea. Is it fudge? It looks like fudge, but it's not. Oh, go on. Put that in your snout, Graham. <laughs> is it chalky? Sorry. That yeah, is it's, stunning. It's a bit chalky. I prefer my fudge to be a bit well, more it's fudgy. Not, it's not fudge, though. Well, I can it's feel the grains of sugar. Yeah. Mrs. Tilly. Oh, I have a headache. Certainly put a lot of oh. sugar in there. Right, oh. Do you want the best bit now? That definitely is fudge, by the way. It's gorgeous, though. Thanks, Thank you, Mrs. Tilly. Tilly. Okay. <laughs> right. Why is she pulling out her bag? Because that's so that's the good part, is yes. it? Yes. Okay. I think this is the best part. This though. looks like shortbread to me. Nope. Well, shortbread to go with the fudge. Yeah. That'd be gorgeous. It's oh, a gorgeous God. tin of Scotch haggis. Oh God. Scotch I, haggis. I really and don't want to eat the haggis. Sound like an alcoholic beverage with haggis. Scotch. I just want to <laughs> shake this tin for you. Oh God, that doesn't sound good. Right, so what's the story with that? Does it do you, does it come already cooked? Or no. what is haggis? Does anybody know what it's haggis like, um, is? It's like, 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 like yeah. yeah, it's like offal, isn't it? Yeah, it says lamb offal on the back. So it's like tripe. It's intestines and bladders and rectums. It says here, haggis is a savoury pudding containing sheep's pluck, heart, liver and lungs. So what is a pluck? Minced with onion, oatmeal and spices. That sounds absolutely awesome. Disgusting. But I will say, if you were to describe what white pudding or black pudding is, you would have the same response. What, pluck? You know, <laughs> blood covered in oats and stuff. All right, open her up there and see now, what Graham, the Now, Graham, I want you to have a smell because I actually have a black nose, so I can't really smell. <laughs> so you're going to have to open So do you mind, oh, come on, on I'll smell it. the moment of truth I'll here. i smell it. Have a good old whiff of this. So, Traditional haggis in a skin made with the finest ingredients. And it's, it's the cheap one from the Air Force. So. Fair play to you. This will put hairs in me chest. Here we go. Oh. It's like Felix's. Um. Don't get it on the it's microphone. It's great to be a cat. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, Graham. Graham's gagging. Oh, Graham. Graham, I don't like seeing you like this. 
Are you all right? I think, you know, in the, initially it all just like in the can. And it's good. Is your sound so like boiling? In, in there, there's water and then the haggis is in some kind of bag. What? Oh, it's wrong. It's a bag in a tin? It's kind of like, you know, pudding comes in that wrapped bag. Oh, yeah. Here, Dave, have a smell of it there. Will you dip your finger in no, it? I will not. Go Here, on, have a smell of it. Go on. Ah, that is disgusting. I'm not up for this now. Go on, just go on. Your nose is blocked. Go for it. <laughs> oh, I'm getting little bits because my nose is quite blocked. Oh, oh, it's helping my nose. It actually smells a bit of coconut noodles. Oh, God, no, thank it, you. It's ghastly looking, though. As you said, it's the white packaging Ooh. of white pudding. Oh, <laughs> producer Neva's had a sniff. It kind of smells like a carvery in a bad way. It's, you know yeah, I mean? it smells That's like... That's a naughty carvery. It smells like a dog's ass. Here, would you... <laughs> there we go. That's what it smells like. Do you like. mind passing me over, Mrs. Mrs. Tilly? Well, look, Neve, we appreciate Mrs. Tilly's uh, fudge, not so much the haggis. Um, oh, great gift. Oh, disgusting. Aren't right. you going to Nashville? What are you going to bring us back? Ooh. Oh, I'll bring him back some Mrs. Tilly's haggis. <laughs> I think they do as a specialty in uh, Nashville. Here's a Scottish singer. It's Lewis Capaldi on FM 104. Oh. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jax Jones, where did you go on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan? The place you want to go to is Forbidden Fruit. It is happening on the 3rd and 4th of June at the Royal Hospital Kilmainham. What a lineup. Eric Prids, uh, headline in the weekend, Honey Dijon, you got Central Sea, you got Slow Tie, Eliza Rose as well. Only one person can win them today. We got two people on the line. It is Lisa and Sean. Lisa, have you been to Forbidden Fruit before? Yeah, I went last year. Sean, have you been to Forbidden Fruit before? I went before COVID. Oh, yeah? How was it? It was actually very good. Yeah? It, was, it was when I. It was like the first major festival I went to. Unreal. Fair play to you, Sean. You don't forget things like that. Well, look, this is what's going to happen. Graham's going to describe a fruit. He's going to give three clues. If you know what the fruit is, just shout out your name. But if you give the answer wrong, the other person's going to win, okay? Yep. Yeah. And you don't have to wait for the three clues to be finished. If you think you know it after the first clue, shout your name and go for it. But remember, you have to get it right. Okay, first clue. Hmm, this fruit I have, it's one of the longer fruits. This fruit is said to be high in potassium. Lisa. John. Lisa, what is it? Banana. My third clue, this is a yellow fruit. It is banana! Well done, Lisa. You are going back to Forbidden Fruit. You get to see the likes of Eric Prids and Central Sea. Have an amazing time and thanks for listening to the show. See you, Lisa. And if you didn't get a chance to win today, don't you worry. We'll be giving another chance tomorrow on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. It's Maroon 5 now and memories. Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Ariana Grande, no tears left to cry on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Oh, you have little faith. You thought we forgot. Yes. How do you like your eggs in the morning? I like mine with the celebrant. Oh, Graham, someone could be listening right now thinking, what on earth is going on? We have to give them a recap. Weeks ago, we ran a competition where I said I would go to a competition winner's house and cook them 
My world famous scrambled egg. I had a scrambled egg off with you a few weeks ago. I won. You admit it. I make pretty good eggs. That's the only thing I can cook well is eggs. Producer Neve said velvety. Yeah. They were velvety eggs. But then we said it takes me 40 minutes to cook them. I take my time with them. What would Nathan do? He said I could clean someone's house. Or bing! I could renew their vows because recently he became a registered celebrant. Yes, I'm a professional. I'm trained by the Irish Institute of Celebrants. So I said, do you know what? I could renew somebody's vows, but we gave them the option, Graham. I could either clean something in your house or renew your vows. Now, there was a lot of interest in this competition because it was the biggest radio competition of the decade. Yeah. Our winners, Aaron and Kathy and Fingless. And they they chose the option... Of renewing their vows They got married last March yes. I believe So not even a year married But they felt Do you know what Now is the perfect opportunity To renew their vows While I cook their eggs Now we will have audio And video From this morning's activities Very soon In around 10 minutes But I think first We need to talk about The journey there Because something Very unusual happened In the We'll say Close to 10 years That we've been working together Nathan I've always had a car And whenever we'd have to do anything, I would drive us everywhere. You recently became a car owner, but still you would park your car outside my house or in your parking spot. And then I would drive us to the place because, you know, I and personally, I prefer driving to these places. You don't like being a passenger. I hate being a passenger. But we've talked about it earlier on the show. Look, you were having problems with your tire. There's a huge issue with my car. And it got so bad that I was like, this is really bad. I can't drive to Cathy and Aaron's house. I have to ask Nathan to drive the car. Now, to be honest, when you sent us in that message, I initially thought, why don't we just get a taxi? Because I didn't want to drive. Because I didn't want you to be a passenger. Because do you know what? I've had my driver's license for many years. I'm not claiming to be the best driver in the world. I think I've slowly improved. Mm. Every day you drive, you might get a little bit better. But I was worried, Graham, because you haven't been inside Uncle Poppy in a a very, very long time. And look, if it's not from Nathan's house to the local herb and uh, Asian market shop, you know, where you can get the finest produce, he doesn't want to know about it. Like that's, he's a very short place where he will drive and he sticks to that so going out of that route it stresses him out and I could see you were stressed out I'll tell you what stresses me out crossing over the Samuel Beckett Bridge so <laughs> it was yourself producer Neve, and our videographer Chloe okay so I needed to wake up quite early because I live in Bray and we had planned to be in Aaron and Kathy's house for 11 so I thought, okay, I'm going to leave at 8.45. I'm going to send Graham a message. I'm going to pick him up first. And then I'll collect producer Neve and Chloe from the station. Mm. I send you a message. Leave him now. No response. I was in the shower, to be fair. No response. I was in the shower. So I've compared myself to him already on the show. But I felt like Ryan Gosling in the film Drive. Because I was outside your apartment block but I pulled in just before a petrol station and I had my hazard lights on and I was in an area where you shouldn't be parking. There was a sign, no parking, but I had the hazard lights on and I was saying... You can't touch me. You can't touch me because I'm only here for a temporary amount of time. So I call you and you're taking a dump. (laughs) True, I was on the toilet. And I was like, come on, (laughs) be prepared. You've had an hour. So then I see little Graham with his eggs and his milk and his pot. Brought my own stuff. 
And I see him whistling like he doesn't have a care in the world. But listen to this. I don't know if I told you, Producer Neve. I moved from my spot. Graham crossed the road and I drove towards him. I opened the door and I said, get in. Graham got in. I I genuinely felt like we were robbing a bank. Um, You were okay driving. You were very tentative on the roads, I will say that. It's a good job we weren't in a rush because it took us a long time to get there. I I did get beeped at. You You remember that? Yeah. That was awkward. But on the way back, it was putting us on the M50, which Nathan nearly had a heart attack. I was so annoyed. I have to go. Why is it saying a toll? Why is it saying a toll? I go, you got to go through the port tunnel to get us back to... uh, FM 104 I, said, I hear it costs 20 euro on ground goes, don't worry you're made of money <laughs> and also what was annoying me look I'm sure it's fine Chloe was eating a cookie inside Uncle Poppy <laughs> I and knew I went, it no <laughs> eating inside Uncle Poppy I knew I that annoyed you Mr. so much Mr. Poppy very clean oh I haven't had any breakfast I'm having a cookie I'm in the port tunnel and someone's eating a cookie inside Uncle Poppy I'm going to lose my mind I'm going to lose my mind I could smell it and I go oh god oh. Chloe doesn't know that Nathan oh. Doesn't like people eating, but because Chloe's pretty new to F104, yeah, you were being very polite. I couldn't say anything. I'm sorry, I haven't had any breakfast. I was like, Chloe, you have two cookies back there. Please, you keep on eating. Right, we're going to take a song, and very shortly, we're going to play out the audio and find out how my eggs went down and how Nathan went down with this celebrant. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. David Guetta on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. How do you like your eggs in the morning? I like mine with a celebrant. So a few weeks ago, Graham and I decided to give back. We ran a competition where Graham would cook his famous scrambled eggs and I would renew somebody's vows as I'm a celebrant. We went to Aaron and Kathy's house this morning and this is how Nathan got on with his renewing of the vows. Friends and family, thank you so much for joining us. We're so grateful that you're here today as Kathy and Aaron renew their commitment to each other. Aaron, from this day on, do you choose Kathy to be your beloved wife? I do. And Kathy, from this day on, do you choose Aaron to be your beloved husband? I do. Kathy, you may kiss your beautiful husband. Beautiful. It was emotional. Beautiful. It was very hard to do it, though, while I could hear you in the background (laughs) stirring some eggs. But this was the main event. I was cooking my world-famous scrambled eggs in the background. You could hear me whisking. And they are two professional chefs, so the pressure was on. Here is how we got on with the taste test. I'm not going to lie, I'm very nervous. Thank you. Bon appetit. So, first of all, I'd like to ask just... First impressions. Go on. <laughs> I don't want to be rude. <laughs> you don't want to be no beat. Please be honest, Kathy. Um, they're slightly overcooked, but that's... okay. Well, then let's uh, let's taste them. I mean, they're nice, but they're overcooked, and they're, they lack seasoning. <laughs> Aaron, what are you saying? I've lost. I've, lo- I've lost Kathy, but can I get Aaron? Yeah, it's still overcooked. Yeah. No. <laughs> Out of, ten, out of ten, out of ten. They're not bad. Would I get a job as a chef with you? If making, you, if you making just scrambled eggs? No. Okay. <laughs> this is tough. This no, is tough no, to take. No. This is tough to take. It. Okay, out of ten? A solid 6.7. Kathy? I'm going to go six. Okay. Thank Thanks for the breakfast. Thanks, bye. Oh, yes. Didn't go down too well. I, I need to just... 
for my own defense. Yeah. I wasn't on my own hob. Uh, I use an electric hob. They have a gas hob, which was slightly more difficult. I couldn't cook it on as slow as heat as I would have wanted to. Excuses, Graham. But big thank you to Aaron and Kathy for allowing us into their house and giving them six out of ten eggs that were overcooked, apparently, according to them anyway. You're on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. This is new. When were you going to tell us? What? What are you munching on over there? Oh, a little rice cake. I'm sorry, when did this happen? Today. Why didn't we have a meeting beforehand? Uh, well, you all know that bananas have been giving me stomach cramps. Yeah, giving you gas. So I was in the shop and I was actually kind of inspired by producer Eve, who's been bringing these little, tiny little snacky rice cakes. And I used to always used to bring rice cakes to work and now I don't, so I have a little packet in my drawer. Rice cakes? <laughs> How many are you going to have? Per day or a week? Per day. I'll have one rice cake a day, maybe around five o'clock, just to keep me going, because I won't have my dinner till about eight, I'd say. Coconut flavour? No, just the plain ones. Got them in Tesco, just a bit of chocolate on the top. The coconut ones I can only get in Lidl. Would really you annoying. ever go strawberry? Absolutely not. I think the yogurt ones are disgusting. The vanilla and the strawberry ones are rotten. I don't know who eats them. If if you if you go to the shop and you get some yogurt rice cakes, you need a serious look at yourself. Ah, uh, Graham, stop turning well, the population <laughs> against you. I'm sorry, you do. Stuart Leeper, I D G A F on FM 104. You the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. I'm Ferrari on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Let's do it. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Pong, ding dong, ping. Okay. Let's do it. Out on Centre Court, I'm joined this evening by Maria. Maria, what is going on? How are you? Maria, are you ready? Do you think I you're am. you've done enough training in the background to take on <laughs> Nathan? He I I hate to admit it. He's in good form. I'm just doing my stretches right now, guys. I'm just doing a squat. Ah! Oh! Oh, I have very tight glutes. Right. Maria, do you think you're ready to take him on? I am, yeah, nerves are gone, but took one. I tell you guys, I, like I have a toothpick in my mouth. I'm confident. Heck, I'm arrogant. I don't need the crowd support anymore. Come on, Maria. We, you need to do it for the 104 Drive community. We need to take him down a peg or two. These are the rules. I'm going to give yourself and Nathan a topic. You have got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat him, Friday, 200 euro on the line. You ready, Maria? Already, yeah. Okay. I, I have a feeling I'm going to Neve, Neve, need Neve a lot today in my assistant umpire. I just have a feeling there could be a few weird shots. Look, yeah. from my experience, right. I don't want the game to be broken up too much. All right. Maria, you will serve because you are the guest. Your topic today is soft drinks. Okay, Coke, Coca-Cola. Iron Brew. Mm. Lucasade. <laughs> um, Doctor Pepper. Cream soda. Mountain Dew. Red lemonade. Sprite. Seven up. Five. Pepsi. Pepsi. 
Sidona. Club Lemon. Club Rock Shandy. Well done. <laughs> I was thinking that one. I don't know why I'm getting excited in the crowd. Sorry. Keep it down. <laughs> Maria, I'm going to count it down. Five. Uh, four. Cadet Cola. So who? Cadet Cola. Cadet Cola. What on earth is a Cadet Cola? Yeah, yeah. I haven't lived. <laughs> Cherry Cola. Five, four, three, two, one. He's, he's done. Get in! Get in! Come on! Yes! Yes! We needed that. Come on. Oh. I don't know why, but he reminded me of Alan Partridge. I don't know why. I don't care. I've won. That was a great game, Maria. Fair play to you. Really, really good game. Um, Next. <laughs> Maria, can I ask? Well, I, it was, there was a bit of coaching going on in the background. Who's beside you? Kevin. 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 <laughs> we heard you, Kevin. We heard Cadet Cola, so we did. But <laughs> Sorry, look, guys. Cadet Cola. Yeah, it is. It what is, is it? Just we explain to me. Yeah. See, Nathan drinks San Pellegrino water, Kevin. That's the difference. Oh, right. The, the other stuff doesn't agree with me, Kevin. <laughs> I'm allergic to other things. I must have bottled San, well, glass bottle of San Pellegrino. <laughs> Maria and Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Unfortunately, Nathan wins oh. again. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. This is it. This is, I'm feeling very good right now. It's Eminem, Rihanna. Love the way you lie in FM 104. Just gonna stand there. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Calvin Harris and Katy Perry with Feels on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Oh, oh my, wow. Damn. Damn. Listen to this, okay. Love Island is obviously on right now. They've announced details of a brand new Irish-themed dating show. The station confirmed the news yesterday in its TV schedule launch. It's called Gra Air on Thra, which translates to Love on the Beach, and will begin shooting this summer. Love on the Beach take place on a beach? So they said, this is what they're saying, okay. Virgin Media said, the hunt is on for singletons looking for love for our brand new dating format Gra Air on Thra. Shooting this summer, this is a gale tucked like you've never seen before. Gras Eron Tra will see singletons couple up and get cosy as they get to grips with the Irish language and each other. Oh. Through fun tasks, cheeky challenges, and romantic rendezvous, our couples will compete to find love and be crowned the couple with the most fuckle. That's very good. So basically, it's the gale tucked for adults. So, so I, I, I presume this is going to happen in. If it's on the beach, it's going to be on the coast. You're looking at either probably the Gaeltacht in Kerry, Connemara or Donegal. You're not going to have any bombshells coming in from abroad because they're going to have to be able to speak Irish. Well, you might have Peggy from the local coming in. Uh, well, no, they have to go in there to learn Irish. So they might 
yeah, abroad might be a bit of a stretch, but I presume, you know, the general population of Ireland doesn't have the best grasp of the Irish language. So if we were to go back now, we're in our early 30s, you, we would have forgotten a lot of the language, so you'd be probably scrubbing up on the language. Did you ever go to the Gaeltacht? I actually did, yeah. I went to Kaloshtana Rosan in Donegal. See, you say that, I've but I you really this, don't buy I've that you did. I've told you this story before. It's actually a little bit traumatic. Go it's on. because I don't like speaking about it too often. Um, you were there for one week. One week, there was a big talent show. Myself and my good friend, Mark Ingram, um, we actually like we rehearsed the Dumbelievables. Oh, wait a second. From Yes, so I remember you telling me this story. We were now. all set to go on stage in the Gale Talks talent show, and they said you have to speak Irish. And I went, "Well, the Dumbelievables Ditelli is yeah. not in Irish. No, we've rehearsed a scene. It's really funny." They said, "Sorry, you can't go on stage if it isn't in Irish." But we had come all that way, so we did go on stage. <laughs> we spoke a few. A couple of fuckers. A couple of fuckers. A couple of fuckers. To the Calony Jazz. I think I was saying things like random Irish words. Ishpini. Yeah. Goira. Yeah. Um, and I got booed off stage. <laughs> and I started to cry. So that's why I... I remember... I don't know if... I'll say it. Go I'll on, say, come I'll on. Say, I'll say I don't know if Did I Did you shift anyone? I shifted a few, yeah. Yeah. I shifted... I was... I'll just say I was in uh, Rossaville. I was... Uh, when the other... Gaeltucks came to visit us I was the only one to shift a colony jazz from a different Gaeltuck that's my claim to fame how many weeks were you there uh, three shachtan three years three weeks but I I remember I, I was going just before my leaving cert because I needed Irish I went just before my leaving cert and I remember I got a t-shirt for my 18th birthday and I got pulled on the first day because of it not pulled as in shifting I got pulled by the this principal or whatever it was called the moon chart the moon chart because on it was a bright yellow t-shirt with lots of English words on it and they weren't the best words it was a picture of a chicken (laughs) and an egg inside the chicken and the egg had a little speech bubble saying I need to get laid oh come (laughs) on Graham. That's the egg. It's the egg. Graham. It's the egg. It was the egg. Honestly. And I got given out to on my first day. Damn so. right. <laughs> I said, Top do you bro- still have that t-shirt? Top broner. I do, yeah. <laughs> I went to bed. I'll bring a coffee. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan.